Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Okay, today is June 7, 2021. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Ready in MNPC does conduct Zoom conferences every single day. For those people who are listening to the podcast, radio, or other media, you can check our timings at rnlawgroup.com. For those people who are in the conference, if you want to ask any question, please raise your hands. Raise your hands is not raising the hand really, but raise the hands in Zoom. Suman? Yeah, good afternoon, I want to thank you, uh... I downgraded my 140 premium and it got approved. Um, and uh, one more uh, question. Can you like, tell some of the people who tell that premium processing are not accepted for a, anybody? <laughs> no, it <laughs> is accepted in like. Yeah, but some, sometimes it doesn't get accepted. And people curse me on that, saying that you told yeah. all wrong information. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. And like um, my, wife, my application and my wife's application both are in different service centers. And uh, Why so, like, if we, I don't know, because uh, her application got rejected, uh, rejected, and again they reapplied, and it went to a different uh, service center. Uh, and uh, for now, if we get EAD, does uh, both of them will get together, or uh, will she get different? Her, is it like her application is independent right now? And because next month I'm expecting my date to become current in EB3. As my date is Feb 2012 priority date. Yeah, sometimes so, when it gets separated, though, they are not adjudicated on the same day. Most of the time, they are not adjudicated on the same day. So if you get medicals, RFE, then uh, we both will not get together. Yeah, you can do the. Uh, you can do the. Uh, you may not get the RFE. That's right. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Because my concern is she's on H4 right now. So, if I get green card, I have to wait until she gets her green card, right? No, she, she will be in adjustment of status. You can get the green card afterwards. Okay. Not a big deal. Oh, you can't maintain okay. the H1B after you get it, uh, the green card. So, you're fine if you want to use the EAD if your I-140 is approved. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much, Rangar. Next person. It so happens sometimes that you will get a green card. Your wife may take a little bit longer time for you getting the green card. But she's fine to be in adjustment of status. Next person, please. Shanti? Yes, Rahul. Yeah, this is Shanti. And thank you so much for what you're doing for the society and taking your time and a lot of blessings to you for that. So I have a question. Um, I think I have two questions, but the first one is I have a child. My priority date, my husband's priority date is July 2012, EB3. Mm -hmm. So most Mm -hmm. probably like in the next month, we might get current. We're hoping that we get current. So I have a scenario here, uh, two kids, teenage boys, 19 and 21. The Mm -hmm. 19 year old uh, has a chance to apply with us 
we applied in October 2020. Myself and my husband did 485. The attorney advised us not to file for the boys because 19 and 20 plus. So he said, don't apply, just you both apply. And if dates become current, we can, we can bring them in. So we applied and right now my uh, priority date, as I said, is July 2012 EB3 and most probably next month it might be current. So we want to apply for my younger one, younger son. My question is, if we both happen to get the green card, what about him? Like, you know, all, all our processes been completed except medicals. We didn't get a medical RFE so far. So we're good on that. So... Um, if, he, if, you, if, you, if you get an RFE, don't submit the medical, wait until July, okay? Okay, so he can still file in July and even if after July, once he's received it is there, once he got a receipt number, even if me and my husband gets the GC, he can still be on the AOS, right? That's right. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. I, 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 don't, I don't necessarily like your lawyer's decision of not filing the green card though. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there are, I, I, I'm not telling he's a very evil lawyer. Um, I'm not telling you. For your, for your uh, uh, GC to be current. So we advise you strongly against filing and moving to HF1 or H4. So that, that's how it is. But the young. He, I, I can just tell one thing that he doesn't, he's not the guy who's looting the money for sure. I can tell, but he's been very conservative on your money. Uh, he's been very conservative on your money, which I'm not. I don't care if you lose $10,000, really, I don't. Believe me, I don't. Yeah, but uh, and yeah. then maybe your, your lawyer is more caring about your money. Uh, yeah, but that's fine. So yeah. for the people who are like that, though, what we normally do is you can pre-prepare the application, make it ready, and get it, because if the priority date becomes current on 25th, you don't have enough time. What if they decided to approve the green card without medicals? And believe me, these approval things for people who don't deserve come so fast, I don't know why. So uh, I would pre-prepare my application right now and make it ready for July 1st. Okay. And um, tell, your tell your lawyer, you know, if you don't file the priority it doesn't become current, I don't care about the money. Okay. Yeah, we're going to uh, do that. You and do that. I, yeah, I'll take some more time from you if you don't mind for another question. It's about the young, elder son who is 21 and he aged out because his birthday was in November 2020 and October 2020, the final action, the dates of filing opened up. So because the current uh, date was not final action, that she said don't apply and he aged out. But luckily, I spoke to you a couple of uh, uh, weeks back in the same Zoom call. You said 485J, if you can go back to the old employer, the I-140 was pending for 10 months. So there is a possibility for my elder one also to come into the um, I-485 application, provided the older uh, people are ready. While that is the process, I want to ask you this question. He's graduating this December. So in October, we I have- I think so. This is going to be a lengthy discussion. Him. You need to have a private consultation. Uh, sure. Him, okay? okay. You can go book online and then you need to book it very urgently. Okay. Sure. And you may have to withdraw your entire, if, if you go with my plan, you may have to withdraw your entire I-140 and 485. Then for the second one, it's going to be also a problem. Right? He's also we'll, discuss, we'll discuss in the consultation. Yes, yeah. Don't Thank don't you. don't do anything without uh, having consultation. Oh. Next person, please. Thank you. Gifty. Hi, Rahul. Thank you so much for taking my call. Um, 
I have a couple of questions, actually three questions. My current status is STEM OPT, um, F1 STEM OPT, and I applied for my STEM OPT on April 14th on April with employer A. On April 16th, my employment got terminated. I moved over to employment employer B on May 3rd. And um, my DSO advised to submit a new I-983. 983, yes. Yeah, um, and a new I-765. Not the filing fees. Not the filing not fees. The yes, correct. Not the filing fees. Okay. So they updated my service portal and now employer B is, um, is, is, is being reflected on my portal now. My question number one is employer A and B, they have um, very different businesses. And just to give you a bit of a background, my education was in Masters of Project Management in engineering. It's 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 not about what the business does. It. Let's okay. say, for example, if somebody is joining a healthcare industry, but his profession is more important, not the healthcare industry. Whether he's working for Apple or whether he is having uh, working for a memorial hospital system doesn't matter. The profession is more important. Okay. Okay, so um, in case I get an RFE, what happens then? Since I'm pretty new to this process, I just want to know if I get an RFE, can I continue working? Will my you know 180 days will they will they still be there? I'm not expecting I'm not expecting any RFE if you if you follow the directions of what the DSO said, which actually is the perfect direction. Uh, just because the company that you are moving in is completely a different company, though that doesn't mean anything. The question is whether the work that you will be doing. Is it in the same lines or is it in a different lines? That is more important. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So, okay. So that's there. The second question that I have is, can I move employers again while STEM OPT is still pending? So that's the third employer. Yeah. Yeah. Then you have to repeat the step. What the DSO told you is to get the 983, submit a 765, but don't submit the fees. If you submit right. the fees, it's going to be denied. Right, right, right. So then I can change over to employment C and D and so on and so forth. You're right. Okay, because, because my DSO highly discouraged that. They said that, you know, try I highly, I highly discouraged it. Okay, okay. So, just, so then just for um, getting a more understanding on the process, what, what do you expect the current timelines are looking Six at months. for STEM OPT? My Six application months. is in the Potomac Center. Six months. Six months? Yes. Next person, please. Okay, okay, question okay, is thank over. you so much. Okay, six months, I said you repeat the question. <laughs> Sorry about that. DV? Hey, um, DV here. Uh, Rahul, thank you very much and uh, providing such amazing service for free for this community. It is so informative. Um, and I have a couple of questions. Um, so my first question is, uh, my priority date is uh, 2014, uh, October 2014. Now here is the situation. EB2, EB3. EB2, EB2 category. Did you already not downgrade the downgraded? Uh, no, that's what I'm explaining the situation. So I was in company A last year and that company um, merged to company B. They laid off everyone in the month of September. Now I'm in company B, but I'm in a different location, different job title and um, yeah, different location, different job title. But Company A merged with the company B. I'm with company B, but in different location and job title. So is there any possibility that company B can initiate uh, my green card? So let's say, for example, your labor certification company A's location was in California. 
Let's mm-hmm. say you are right now working with company B, which is in Florida. Can company B still file an I-140 um, with using the previous firm labor certification? The answer is yes, they can. If they have, if they are willing to give you the job offer, which the company A has it, which is in California, and if they have any branch office or anything like that there, they can file a downgrade application or they can file an EB2 application. The question is that, are they willing to do or not? When I asked them, they told me, um, since your lo- job location and if you, you are in the same it is thing, not, It is not your location that counts. It is where you have a job offer for. That counts. That's more important. If the job offer is still there in California, they can file it. No, it is not in the same location. It is different location. I didn't ask you where your location is. I asked you if they have a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. It is in different team, different work, different title. Everything. No, you are not helping me. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't ask you what you're doing right now. Hmm. I asked you if you have a job offer. I didn't say that you have a job. Okay. Okay. If the company has a job offer in California, they mm. can still file it. Now, if you keep on telling there is none, there is none, nobody can help you. Right, right. Okay. If you start with no, everything will be no. No matter what your employer says, no matter what your lawyer says, you're saying no. Okay. So basically what you're saying, if I have job offer from- If you have company. job offer, same job offer, I didn't say job. I didn't say job. You took it as job, job offer. They can file it. And you keep on telling, no, there's nothing anybody can do. Okay, okay. No, because my lawyer, the way she explained me in a way that, (laughs) yeah. So, because because if I'm your lawyer, I don't have an option. Mm. Okay, okay, get it. The way you spoke with me, I don't have an option. You're not giving me an option. Yeah, You're I telling do. me, no, I don't have a job offer in California. What are you going to do about it? Well, we'll make money on you. Okay. Okay. And second question. So my company started this new uh, different job location. They started my uh, labor and everything. They started because my... Of, because the way you speak, I will do that too. Okay. Um, so they started... You go, yeah. yeah. Then you don't have much options right now. You wait. But I would still go back and discuss with them in a different mode. Like the way you discuss with your lawyer, they will shut you off and then they will follow your directions. Mm. If the guy keeps on telling that, I killed that guy in a rage and stuff, I'm telling it's a self-defense. He's saying, no, I killed in a rage. There's nothing I can do. Okay, okay. Get, get it. Yeah. So I let me think it. about it. You're not even thinking. So let me think about it. Okay. okay. So there may be a job offer there. Think about it, negotiate it then you can file. But if you keep saying that there is none, well, your company lawyer did a good job on you. Next person, please. Okay, thank you very much, Rahul. Divya? Um, Hi, uh, thanks Rahul for this opportunity. And this question uh, is regarding a visitor's visa that I had applied Mm -hmm. for my parents. Mm -hmm. Um, So they traveled into the country Feb 2020 and they couldn't leave within six months because of all the issues that was going on last year. 
We filed an extension and they did leave on December 6th of 2020. But six months down the lane, I have received a biometrics notification now. I just would like to confirm the exact process that I should follow to make sure this doesn't have, have your parents send a withdrawal letter saying that we left the country, we could not attend the biometrics, so we are withdrawing the B2 application. That's all. Okay. Uh, Keep the documentation with you that they filed the B2, they have the biometrics, they have all these documentation. Next time when they come in, you explain, they can explain that, look, by the time we left, we, our extension was still in pay status, so you are, they are still allowed to come into this country. Okay, and to file a withdrawal application, um, I mean, uh, are there any steps? I'm, I'm just trying to follow. By this, by this letter, I'm withdrawing because I cannot attend the biometrics. Okay, and to you, to, to US, the USCIS, to USCIS, uh, and it should be in a return mode uh, or uh, return mode by your parents, not by you. And okay. scanned signature is good. Okay, okay, sounds good. Thank you very much. Next person, please. Minakshi. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Um, I have a question here. My husband is with employer A working at a client location and the client has offered a full time and he's planning for a H1 transfer. He has an approved I-140 and we have an What's apply. What's the priority date? What's the priority uh, the, date? I think it is, Karthik, uh, uh, what's your priority date? Uh, it's 2019 July. And we've applied for my initial EAD in July 2020, followed by the extension and all that, which are both are in processing, the initial EAD and also the extension. So my question here is, will there be any problem with them in being progressed while my husband's H1 transfer is initiated? I would, I would, I would, as a defensive step, I would want you to apply for the H4 and EAD again. Okay. I have seen in some cases where the previous company withdraws the H1B and this gets denied. Okay, you mean to say his uh, his employer A might withdraw the H-1B and it gets denied. Okay, right. so you're saying apply for H-4 EAD again when his H-1 transfer is initiated, right? That's right. In that way, you're in, you're in a safe mode, just in case though. We have only seen that only 10% of the time. But can okay. I ask you one question though? Sure, is this absolutely. a right time? What if the priority date moves become current in 2020? Like the way, remember, in, uh, in 2020, it moved five years. What if they move five years and then your husband moved to a different company? Uh, that we haven't thought of. Uh, one, one, one mistake a lot of people are doing nowadays is that you guys have no dream of even getting the green card. You did not contemplate of getting the green card, though, because people... Some people told that the green card is going to take 100 plus years. I'm one of them. Okay. So now things have turned, tables have turned though. You may want to focus on maybe if the priority date becomes current. You missed a boat. It may take a long time for you to. There are some YouTube videos I put it on. I want you to watch. I am not telling that your husband's priority date is going to be current. I am just telling there is a possibility, good possibility for it. I would say there is a reasonable certainty for it. So would you miss it? Uh, that's the point. You know, you miss it. It may take, it may take decades for you to get back into it. So I want you to consider that. Anyway, I answered your question, but I went further. Next person, please. Uja. Hi, Rahul. I got lucky today. Um, I'm a PT and my priority date is March 2015. 
I have EB2 I-140 applied under premium processing. Uh, the receipt date is uh, April 2016, but I'm still waiting. Uh, the service what, what, request what, what, was... What, 2016? Uh, no, 2021, sorry. 4-16-21. In April, I applied for premium processing. Okay, so, we, you, so, so what is your prior date, you said? 2015, March. So did you file for the downgrade right now recently? Or you no, filed for this, this? Is, this is with my new employer, EB2 I-140. Uh, the priority date is with my old employer, EB3. So this EB2 uh, premium processing is still not approved. We raised a service request uh, last Thursday, uh, still waiting. However, my employer also agreed to file EB3 uh, with the same prevailing wage determination. He is saying... Job. I don't have to wait for this EB2 premium processing because this prevailing wage is only until end of the month. I salute your lawyer. Okay, so it's okay. I salute your lawyer. Oh, absolutely stunning lawyer. Very, okay. very smart, good lawyer. Absolutely the best lawyer. No doubt about it. Okay. What's his name? <laughs> uh, James Geiger. He's in Long Island. Is good guy. Absolutely stunning. He's doing a very, very good job for you. Your employer okay. is doing a very good job. The prevailing wage is important though. Yes. The downgrade applications we filed in October for 2020 for PTs, we got it denied. Yes. Because of the prevailing wage. Mm -hmm. Now we found another way. I don't know if that works or not, but what your lawyer is doing is absolutely going to work. Because, I, because to listening to your videos, I told him to do that. So that's that's okay. your excellent maybe it's my idea maybe it's my idea maybe it's my idea but okay. absolutely he's go for it he okay. you don't have to wait for the premium processing to be approved you can have two i-140s at the same time you're good okay okay thank you thank you Rahul. next person Agastya. uh hi rahul uh, thanks for taking your time uh this is regarding my mother's visitor's visa. It was it is ex about to expire on 10th of June. I've applied for an extension uh, almost 40 days back, but I forgot to uh, pay the fees or provide the document which talks about my uh, payment info. I've realized it yesterday and I've submitted all the documents along with the payment info and also an addendum letter saying that I have applied it 30 days back, but I missed to update about the payment and all those things. So is it which okay language for... Do, which language do you speak? Uh, English, Telugu, Hindi. Pancha Pandava Lentam Nante Manchang Kolawala Mugguru Manjupetinata. Don't do all the steps right now. You're risking mm -hmm. their status though. Okay. Go online, file it right now. File for both the parents separately. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've already submitted the uh, new application yesterday. You uh, submitted first application, which you did not include as a filing fees. You mm -hmm. submitted the second application again. Did you enclose the proper fees? Uh, yes. Yeah. I don't know about that. I have also submitted an addendum letter saying that uh, I did so and so and I forgot to miss the payment. So did you send the I-539? Why do, if you're filing again, why do you have to send you send it before? I, I was just uh, giving them an heads up that I missed to pay the fees. I, if I were you, mm -hmm. if they are my parents, I would just file online right now. 
because if you don't something messes up though mm-hmm. their passport visas are automatically cancelled okay just go online and file it it's so simple okay uh next person please deepthi uh hello rahul do you hear me yes i can okay my husband's priority date is july 20 2011 with old employer and the current employer has just filed prevailing wage determination 3 months ago is it recommended to go back to previous employer uh, after receiving the green card or at which stage he needs to go back to previous employer and how long he has to stay his previous employer doesn't want to downgrade but he wants to do in eb2 for 485 filing since it's already there 140 is approved and it's so close july 2020 11 Dep- depends when your husband should go back depends on what is the demand of the previous employer is he telling him to come right now is he telling him to come later on is he coming to it after the green card That's oh he said uh, we can talk about it later uh, but just file it right now with me and we can discuss that later uh, it, it's not time to talk about that is what he said really absolutely good employer i'm going there give me that employer's name if your husband doesn't go i'll go <laughs> <laughs> i will you sir then but yeah i'll go i'll go if i uh, your husband yes okay okay and okay. when it's time to go back to him can he he doesn't want to leave his current job can he do concurrent filing with the h1b with his old employer and you do can. both yes he can okay okay um that's all i next have person. thank you next person please rahul uh hi rahul uh vishwas here uh, rahul here as well so a uh, quick question so i concurrently filed my i140 and 485 uh, under eb1c category so what EB1C. is the time that i'm looking for eb1c uh it's eb1c i140 might take when did you filed it uh i think it's uh, reached the texas center about a month back I still have not gotten completion. It may take one and a half year to two years to get an I one forty approval. Have we seen anything in eight months? Yeah, some of them we have seen it, but one and a half year is a general time it takes for the I one forty. No premium processing for EB one C. Okay, so and how much time would it take for four eighty five to get approved after I one forty gets approved? Maybe pretty quick. It shouldn't take much time. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Thanks. Thanks for answering my Next question. Next person, please. Alpana. Hi Rahul. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I have applied my H four uh, last year, July fifteen uh, on July fifteen, twenty twenty, and I have given biometrics on April twenty twenty one, April twenty second. Still, I haven't received anything, and I have applied my EAD separately. Uh, both went to different uh, service centers. Uh, will they uh, approve together, or will they no. separately? Typically, they don't approve together, ma'am. Together. If you didn't file together, they won't approve together. Okay, now do you know the uh, timeline for the Vermont Service Center? They're saying five point five months to eleven months. That means it's eleven months. Oh, it's eleven months. Okay, and also okay. I have H one B in the past. I have mm-hmm. uh, used for two years. Uh, a A company filed initially, and I transferred to B. I worked mm-hmm. there as a full time employee and got laid off from that company. So when I is the current H one? When is the current H one B expiring? Um, my H one B is already expired. Sorry, sorry, H four, H four is expiring. 
H4 uh, expired on April 30th this year 2021 okay if you if you file a change of status you may not get the i94 approval at the same time they may ask you they may uh, tell you to uh, wait until the i uh, h4 is approved though you if you had filed the h4 application h1b application before april 30th though uh-huh. you would have been in a much better situation yeah, but you're contacting my- afterwards Yes, sure. My uh, employer was trying to apply. They filed LCA and then finally they, uh, I think they verified everything. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what it is, but right now if you file, there's a good chance you might not get an I-94 map. Okay. And also uh, once I get my H-4, uh, though I don't, I didn't get a EAD, can I travel to India to, I mean, get the EAD? I don't want to reapply EAD. Yeah, but the stampings are, uh, you know, yeah, you can travel. Your EAD will be adjudicated accordingly. Okay. Absolutely no problem with it. I mean, but I, I, need you to, just, I need to wait for my H4 status. That's right. If the H4 is not approved and then you leave though, uh-huh. no, you can, yeah. Yeah, it, it's better that you wait for the H4, H4, H4 to be approved, man. Okay. And then you can leave. Okay? okay. Sure. Thank you, sir. Next person, please. I haven't discussed Manish? about any travel restrictions, but I'm assuming you already know. Manish, go ahead. Yeah, so, hi, Rahul. Um, I have a question about 485J filing. My new attorney is saying that we should not file 485J right after 140 because I'm changing the job 180 days. I don't know why he's saying, but seems illogical, but I want you to get your opinion. And there are some people who are of the opinion that uh, let's wait until the Let's wait until the RFE comes in before I file a 485J supplement. I'm not going to say that they are completely wrong, bad, evil people. I would not say that. What we notice is that when the previous company, when you move to a different company though, and the existing company withdraws the I-140, we notice that not all the time, but sometimes they just deny the 485 application. what do we do if we get the 485 denied? Oh, we went to the court. Sometimes we filed a motion to reconsider. And then we, we, we won every case. We won every case. But why to get to that situation? Why not we file 485? Well, if you, because, because we want to make money. <laughs> exactly. That's what I felt. <laughs> my my and, uh, problem my problem with this interim when the I-485 gets denied is we can't work. Yeah. And... And he's saying that, you know, because the, there's a chance for interview and, you know, there's nothing wrong if we get an interview and you interview might get is better. Interview is better than denial. Right. So I disagree with them. I disagree with them, but it's, uh, but is it illegal for you to go to join a different company without 485G supplement? No, it's not illegal. You can go it's join. It's not illegal, but I'm not providing the correct information. To right. You're yeah. absolutely right. I agree. We are on the same page, but uh, it's up to your company and your company's lawyer. Well, Next then person. I'm not going to join if they, don't, if they don't do that. Tell them that. Tell them that. Or you tell them that I'm going to bring my own lawyer to do the 485 right. stuff. Yeah. And would you be able to do that? For I am. We can. If a company is willing to, we will. Okay. Next person, please. Partha. Hey, Rahul. Uh, thank you so much for taking my question. So I have um, I-140 approved in EB2 um, 2014 uh, uh, Feb. I've requested my downgrade. Um, it's already filed. I've requested for premium processing. 
my biometrics and, 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 was completed. And, and what is the practice date you said? Uh, 2014 Feb. Okay, EB2. so you did the bio, okay, you did the uh, downgrade, okay? Right, and my biometrics is complete um, uh, for EAD, um, but uh, the problem is I requested for a premium processing for I-140, and lawyers have come back saying, uh, you know, currently there's no business case for a premium processing, since your EAD will be where, in where, line where for some time. Where are you from the beginning in this conference call? <laughs> a couple of other guys. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so uh, I don't mind paying myself um, for it. No, um, no. You, you you can't go with outside lawyer. I'm sorry. You can't go with outside lawyer. You have to go with your. Oh, no, no, no. What I meant is I don't mind paying for premium processing, but uh, do you recommend that I keep everything ready since my EAD is also pending and lawyers are like, well, it's going to be pending for a while. Um, the I four eighty five and I seven six five they all are fine. No. It's, uh, 765 will be approved without with I-140 pending too. Okay. All right. And then, you know, they have offered that, you know, if you want to pay, uh, just pay. So I'm taking it like an investment and going ahead Absolutely. with it. Absolutely. Go, go, go for it. Pay right. for it. Perfect. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. That was it. Ashwin. Hey, Rahul, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. Uh, my priority date is EB3-2012. And I already got RFP for medicals. So uh, so my question is um, right now my wife is on H4 EAD. So we have started to we started to think to start a company on her H4 EAD. So like what happens if we get a green card down the line like end of this year? So can we change the I mean the name of the company from EAD to green card or Whoa, whoa. You're naming the company EAD Inc. or something like that? <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I mean, what if the green card gets delayed and the H4 EAD, uh, you know, it's not uh, extended. So what happens? If the H4 that? EAD, if the, if the green card gets delayed, you'll get an EAD. For H4 okay, EAD. So, we could, so we could still continue with the company, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely you can. Okay. All right. And also... Uh, for the green, I mean, although we got medicals, our medical RFP, but we didn't receive our EAD yet. So that's even good news. That's even good news. Your I-140 is approved. Correct. Yes. Did the premium processing? No, it's already. It was on EB3. I, I didn't downgrade. I was on EB3. Absolutely, you're in a good path of getting the uh, green card soon. If I were your officer, I don't want to give you EAD in advance parole. Couple of reasons, though. I need to have some denials in my record. When I go okay. to the promotion, how many denials people got it? How many approvals I have given those things? They based on that. So I need some denials. Now I'm going to approve your green card. I'm going to deny your EAD. I'm going to deny your advance parole. I'm going to deny your wife's EAD. I'm going to deny advance parole of your wife. And you're happy. I am happy. Okay. Okay, so there's no not issue there. Okay, everything going perfectly online. You should be getting the green card in the first week. Your priority date should be current. That's my expectation. I may be wrong. Okay, and do you next expect person. the dates to move forward in the next? That's yeah, definitely though. According to Charlie, yes. Okay, thanks. Dara. Hey, yeah. Hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you for taking time. Uh, actually, due to delay in the H4 EAD, I am planning to switch to H1B visa. With when is your H4 current H4 expiring? Uh, 
It is expiring on June 21st. Good. You're in, uh, but the company has to file before June 21st. Yeah, they are planning to do premium processing. But I already okay. gave the biometrics, so I might get my H4 EAD before that or after that. So what will be my status? I mean, if I get the one last, a... The last action rule will count for you. If the H1B mm -hmm. comes first, H4 comes later on, H4 will rule. If the H1 comes later on, uh, H4 comes first, H4 comes later on, the, la the last one rule. And you can switch them back. Oh, okay. So every if I single debate, if you want to switch them back, though, you don't have to go to immigration. You go to immigration, you have seen how much time it takes, right? Right. I will tell you a simple trick where in the morning you can be an H1B, in the evening you can be an H4, next day morning you'll be an H1, next day evening you'll be an H4. Really, I'm telling you oh. the truth. Oh, wow. I... That's called that's called automatic revalidation. If you go to Mexico and you come back, when you come back, you can come back on H1B or H4. Either way, mm -hmm. they'll love you. You may ask a question. Hey, guy, I don't have the passport stamping. How can I come back? I already know that. That's the reason I said to Mexico. Otherwise, I would have sent you to India or somewhere else. Only in Mexico or Canada, you can go outside and come back without it. It's called automatic revalidation. There's an article I've written on RNLA group. You can read that. Oh, okay. Okay. Because, so I, I mean, suppose if I'm within US, do and if I want to switch the within US, status, you want to use, you pay us money. We take all your money, yeah. and we are going to take forever for to do that thing. Why don't you go to Cancun with your husband instead of spending money on us? Oh, okay. Next person, please. Yeah, okay. Uh, Pranit. And drink margarita for me, please. Uh, hi, Rahul Garu. Yeah. Um, I'll take the next uh, two callers, guys. Go ahead, Pranit. Yeah. Uh, I'm currently in India. Uh, so my I-140 is approved uh, long back. It My priority date is on uh, October 2011. Mm -hmm. Yes. And my H-1 was from October uh, 2012 to 14. But... Uh, it was expired now, right? So I'm not in US now. So, and my I-140 is an EB2. Mm -hmm. So what are my options now? When I try to reach my employer, he's not responding properly. So uh, I'm in a worry that, do I have a better options now? And how do I respond? Shall I come back there by any another H1 or not? Something like that? Yeah, come back by another H1B. Okay. So then it will be better uh, than trying from here? Yes. Uh, now, one question is that, do you know if your I-140 might have been withdrawn before January of 2017? I might not be, but I uh, I checked in IOF site. Uh, I didn't get the reply back yet. I did that uh, five, six days ago. IOF Freedom of Information Act. Yes, yes, yes. You've been following us. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, as long as that it's not been withdrawn be before mm -hmm. January of 2017, you can mm -hmm. file a H-1B. If mm -hmm. by any chance the final action date becomes current, there is a chance you may not get H-1B for three years. You may only get for one year. Okay, okay, okay. That's the only deficiency. Come here with any company. You can file a labor and I-140, get back mm -hmm. in line and get the green card with the prior date of 2011. But for applying H1, do I have to wait till uh, uh, next year? Uh, no, sir. No, sir. 
You told me between 2011 and 2014, you told me that you were here on H1B working. That's what you told me. If you have been countered towards the H1B number once, you don't have to be countered ever in your life again. Yes. Since you have an I-140, there are a lot of, yes, go ahead. Yeah, from 2012 to 14, I have a H1B, but the problem is even before I start my first month of H1B, I came back to India on an urgency. So <laughs> I was never worked on H1B. Okay, we need to we need to have a private consultation. Okay, next person, please. Okay, thank you, thank you, sir. Yeah, Hari. Uh, hi, Rahul Garu. Uh, I. Uh, I was working for a good company, but uh, during COVID, I lost uh, my job. So uh, during that time itself, uh, employer gave uh, uh, option to file concurrently. Uh, he gave a hint. So I found an employer uh, who uh, filed my concurrent H-1B and I got a job there. Meanwhile, within two months, I found another uh, uh, employer who filed my um, H1B. H1B and I joined there. So concurrent, uh, so we are good there. But the thing is uh, both started uh, the labor process. So do you see any uh, problem? My priority date is August, 2014. You mean to say you from company A, you moved to company B and company C concurrently filed H1B. Yes, yes. Now, company B is filing a green card application. Company C is filing a green card application. That's correct, sir. Do I see any problem? Absolutely yes. not. Lawyers are making money. <laughs> uh, no. In, in this case, I'm happy lawyers are making money. Not every time I'm happy. No, no, it's good. Okay. Absolutely nothing wrong. Absolutely nothing wrong. So uh, someone said like the labors can, uh, same time, they cannot file labor. Uh, so that is true. Basically. That is true. With the same company, there are some problems. You said that it's company B and company yes. C. There are two different companies. But if it's with the same company, there are some issues I don't want to discuss with you because you said it's company B and company C. Next yes. person and the last person, please. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you. Praveen? That guy seems to be in good demand. Everybody wants to file his green card and, and H1Bs. Last one, Praveen, go ahead. No, sir. Uh, thank you. Um, actually, um, I want to use the GCAD now. Uh, my current uh, H1 extension is pending. Um, so, uh, will the employer... Let me, let, let me first get to the basic understanding. You file for it for application. Is yes. your underlying I-140 approved or pending? It's approved with the downgrade, I mean, premium processing. Ah, somebody said premium processing didn't work. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it worked for a second time for me. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you have I-140 approved for it has been pending for 180 days. So now you want to move to green card EAD. What's yes. your question? So my question is, um, uh, will the employer update the status uh, with USCIS or will they just update the I-9 form and keep it? In are you working? Are you going to work with the same company that has a H-1B or is it going to be a different company? With the same company. Are you moving to a different location? No, actually, I, I want to uh, do the second job. So I want to know, like, uh, if I update... Don't, 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 don't worry about this particular company, though, okay? The I-9 regulations are not for you to worry that much. You can work for both the companies. You don't have to worry about the company A's that filed an I-140. Just go start working with company B, give them the EAD. Okay. Okay. okay? And one, one, one last question. 
Um, actually, my wife wants to uh, travel to India. Uh, I have a U.S. born daughter, uh, but my you, wife you have a you have an advanced parole. Yeah. Yes. She yes. can travel and come back. So um, the travel restrictions. What will be the uh, no restrictions for her? No restrictions for her. There are some COVID tests and whatever not, but there's no travel ban on her right now. But you told me that you you have your wife as a U.S. citizen, so they're good. Yeah, but my daughter is not traveling with her. That's okay. They don't have to travel. Oh, thank you. Thank you, guys, for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow. And don't forget that we will have a YouTube live tomorrow uh, at uh, 5 p.m. Central Time. Sorry, we couldn't take all the people, guys. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.